Well, let's say good morning to him. Chris, welcome back to Racing HQ Saturday. Morning, Luke. Morning, Ronnie. Yeah, we were up there earlier in the week to see Winks, and she's a picture of health. Yeah, she looks great. And the foal? Ah, uh, foal's good, well, so it's Wings now, and just turned one. Yeah, Wings, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, she looks very similar to Winks herself. Same colour, sort of same features, and she's a, obviously in our eyes, she's an attractive filly, so that's pretty exciting, and Winks is not in foal at the moment, but she'll go back to meet the stallion um, in the next few months, I suppose, through the spring, and hopefully this time next year she's having number two. Yeah, for sure. Um, Slow just before process. we get on to the... Yeah, before we get on, you you took a longer than, than normal overseas holidays this year. You, I see you with Aidan O'Brien. I think you even had a look at Japan. Did you uh, glean anything? Glean anything from over there? Um, I did. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's amazing to be able to go to those places when you're not when your mind's not on everything else happening back here in Australia. And the winter time's just a great opportunity to do it. So, um, I, to tell you the truth, I was just sort of about it sounding silly just horse health was sort of the thing that I was looking at and how how you can keep them like gut health and things like that and uh, I know it's no no bearing on a punter but it's a matter of just keeping the horse mm. healthy and and making sure that they're um, I guess getting to their peak earlier and sustaining it and then um, once they reach their goals then, then you move them on and replace them and find another path for the horse basically, whether it be breeding or whether it be in this new million-dollar event. Um, but, yeah, my job is to get the best out of them as, for as long as I can and, and and try and find another one to replace it, like a wing. So, um, yeah, just, just how the other trainers do that and how they do things differently to Australia and obviously training setups are different. And it works well how we train in Australia, but there's always room for things like even if you can find it. And have you uh, taken a part of that new base in Melbourne and Lloyd Williams' old place? Have you, have yeah, you got a few horses there? Yeah, Macedon. So the whole the whole idea of that is just learning a little bit more about it because at some stage we might do something similar in, in New South Wales. Uh, it's so hard with the land around Sydney being so expensive that at some stage uh, it would be nice to be able to have a, a base where you can get a bit of mileage into some upper hill as well as get the horses out into a paddock after their race because it does help them recover quicker on. And again, based on what, we, what I was just touching on, it's about, like, everybody knows it's hard to find a Saturday horse. If you've got a Saturday horse running for 160000 prize money, it is a big deal if they win, run second, run third. So you need to get those horses, you need to keep them racing longer, and they're not all horses that can be running in weak stakes today. Um, 90% of them are bread and butter horses, but those bread and butter horses can win half a million dollars these days. Like Bold Mac that won on Thursday yeah. in a rolling mile. He's no superstar, but he's won his last three, and he's, he's won close to 300000 um, just for everyday owners. It's a massive, massive win for him. Well, he's a good bread and butter horse, Kirkaby. He um, he's a tough customer, um, proven weight carrier, well placed again. Yeah, I tossed up whether you put an apprentice on or whether you go with your senior riders. It's look, 
it's a hard decision to make. But as you say, he does carry weight, and that gave me the confidence to put Nash on. And I think barrier three is worth weight. You probably get it like barrier three in a in any race. It's it's worth a couple of kilos. So when you weigh up all your options, trying to choose jockeys, um, you're trying to eliminate risk and give the horse the best possible chance. And Nash will give him that today. And who's there as well? He's uh, capable on his day. Yeah, he's, um, he's, he's, he's he hasn't been pointing out the finishes, but he is sneaking down in the weights. So um, I think yeah, if you can get a horse down a bit quicker, uh, it's a help. And he's down with fifty four and a half, a very fit horse, and no superstar, but he's running for one hundred sixty thousand or thereabouts. Ivan's hero. Astute switch of states and did the job last time. And full victory was the eye catcher last start. Yeah, I think Ivan's hero was 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 ridden very very well, which was a big plus there. Um, no knock on him today. He's come through it well and he's going well again with James on the side of the gear. So uh, he'll run consistently well for victory, as you touched on. His eye his run was an eye catcher last start, and um, he's drawn to get a nice run today. Um, the, the mile looks to suit. Um, we're pretty confident with him. It's as simple as that. Hmm. Kalino, he's up in class, but he's got a lovely uh, weight drop here of seven kilos. Yeah, loved his first up run. P, P1 with a bit of authority. Admittedly, it's a touch harder. Um, but he's had a good gap between runs, and obviously he runs well fresh, so there's a lot to like about him. And extremely lucky, looked very good at the trials. Yeah, he he's, he's, he, has, he has been finishing off very well in his trials. Um, I guess the only query on him is first up, 1,200 metres on a soft seven track. Like, I would have liked to run him over 1,000 or 1,100, but I haven't been able to find those races. So it's a, it's a, big, it's a big query first up with you, when you've got a sprinter that's probably proven over the shorter trips. Just be wary of that. Okay. Um, you've got your stayers here. Desert Icon, nice and fresh with residual fitness. In Bozzy, Bonnie Ezra should be an improver on wet. And Ian Fortune, I thought you may have your work cut out with him as you look at his first <laughs> run, but he went amazing improvement there second up. And you got Born a King there as well. Yeah, they're, they're hard to pick these ones, but Desert Icon, he goes well fresh and he's probably the proven horse of them. Bonnie was a touch disappointed last start, but I think the soft track will suit him in the next 200 metres. Um, Born a King, just struggling to, to find form, but wouldn't be far away if he ran near his best. So Ian Fortune, he's a real handful, and um, I think it's going to come down to his tractability. Um, Jay does a good job with him, and, and stepping up in trip will be a big plus. He, he needs to switch off because I I don't underestimate how much of a handful he is. So, have a look at his wet track form, and that's superior, his wet track mm. form. So, that should be no knock. Mm. And today's the day you'll hopefully see something from him. So, you've got just a terrific mare. Um, 1,100 first start, one soft trial. So, is that enough for her? Is, it, is that the plan? Because probably 1,100 Kelly needed one soft trial? Yeah, she would have had a jump out at home as well and she's been ready to go for for a while so fitness is no problem we're trying to find out how fast she is so she missed her first up run 
last preparation because she had a had a temperature when she was due to run. She had to be scratched, and she ran first up in the surround over fourteen hundred. Um, so I want to know if she was, how fast she is. So obviously today's tricky gate, big weight, and she'll need to be good and fast to get past them because we'll probably ride it conservatively, or we will ride it conservatively. That's the plan. Um, and she's going to have to be giving ten or so other horses a pretty decent head start turning for home but if she's got the speed that we hope she's got we still think she can win the race but um won't want to be any negatives uh, outside of what we can already see which is the draw and uh, the short trip the weak stakes uh, we'll start from the top francesco gardi um he should be running on late here yeah exactly that he's come back very well and he's in for a big spring uh, I was a pinko. He doesn't appear wound up. What's uh, well, we know he's good enough, but w- w- yeah. what race have you got in your mind for him? Oh, just to win a Group One. I, I've I've always had a soft spot for this horse. Not a lot's gone his way. He's, at this stage of the of the preparation, you're still thinking two races. You're thinking Cox Plate or you're thinking Golden Eagle. Obviously, they're dream races, but he's a colt, and if we can get near those races and win a group one on the way is a valuable colt. So, look, I think the draw makes it really tricky, but he's fit enough. We've had a pretty good we've had a pretty good run with our um, preparations, with the weather. We've had good weather throughout the winter, and I would say our horses are a little bit more advanced than what they normally are. And yeah, so whilst they've had some soft trials, I still think their fitness level should be pretty high to, to run up to close to their best today so he just needs a touch of luck because he'll be going back I think when he ran third in the Caulfield Guineas he was ridden conservatively and finished off really well so he just needs something to take him into the race so he can be there within striking distance without having to do too much work from the 600 Lindemann looks like he's had a nice grounding he's had the two trials and an exhibition gallop Yep, he's um, he's very forward as we touched on, and um, barrier eighteen makes it tricky. But if he rolls forward, he's got a lot of speed, so hopefully get there without doing too much work, and then can try and find a bit of a breather. I don't like my horses going forward full stop, especially when they're first up, and especially when they're in for a big prep. But I don't see riding them any other way today than go forward. So we'll leave it to Hugh. It's great to have him back in town and and um, be great for Debbie Peterson, the family, for, uh, in the ownership of this horse. And obviously Debbie's connection with Winks would be great if he could be fighting out the finish. Uh, you got got Montefilia, a good mare, we know that. How, what, what impression has she given you? Look, she's been well looked after throughout her career. It's a privilege to get her to train for, for Yulong, who we've got a number of horses for. All we've been has been impressed. I guess that's what you see from these types of horses. Um, she's got good speed, um, and I'd expect it to be attacking the line late. Um, fangirl, um, obviously perfect uh, situation if we get to a six by this race. So yes. uh, she's also had the two gallops and a ga- uh, two trials and a gallop. Yeah, she looks pretty forward, and. Um, don't think the barrier is too much of a negative. She she likes to be left alone early. Um, 
be ideally should be midfield one off defence. That might be a bit tricky from gate eleven, but um, yeah, she's a class horse. She Animo was too good for her as if when Fangirl was four, but Animo's not not here anymore, and she was she's running seconds in all those big races, including the Golden Eagle, and she's come back well. And I would expect five year old career to be a best year, so um, she's. Slightly our, our 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 main main seed. Uh, Princess Grace interests me. I, I hopefully the in, inside holds up for her. I'd love the first trial this prep. Yeah, I'm, I agree with you. Um, you made an impact in the autumn. She's been rested. She's come back well. She's got confidence and had a good prep. Barrier one gives her a nice soft run. Uh, I think Brett Preble rode her in her first trial and he was very happy with her and. She's done everything right since, so yeah, she could be a could definitely be a sneaky at that price. And the one that things may have just turned perfect for on the day with the soft yeah. and the draw and the run she's going to get is hinged. Well, there's not much difference between her and Fangirl. Um, no, um, simple as that. Especially as you say, the soft track, the good gate, and sort of under the radar. So Karen knows her really well, and she's a genuine Group One horse. And, over the odds. And how's Lagago, Lazago in the la, in race nine returned? She's going okay. Um, well, she hasn't sort of gone well yet this prep. She might need a run or two. Negative. But um, the great job is two-year-old. And if she comes back to anywhere near that form, she could be a, rerunning a cheap race. But, yeah, I'd like to see a little bit more follow. Chris, uh, wish you the best of luck with all of them today. I'm sure that 150th Group 1's just around the corner if it's not in a few hours' time and um, a big spring ahead. We're, lo- we're all looking forward to it, aren't we? Uh, thanks very much and thanks for having me on.